Hey there, Miranda Wilson here with Lesson Ideas, a science journal for kids podcast where we discuss new scientific articles that we've adapted and how you can use them in your classroom. Welcome to the ninth episode of Lesson Ideas. Have you ever been to an island in the Caribbean and wondered how people got there originally or wondered when they got there? The article, Where Did the First People in the Caribbean Come From? by Dr. Kenra Sirak and her colleagues would be a great addition to any classroom learning about archeology span or ancestry. First, just a little more information about the article in case you haven't read it. Archeological artifacts tell us that around 6,000 years ago, people moved into the Caribbean for the first time. Kendra and her colleagues wanted to use ancient DNA to find out where these people had come from. They learned that the first settlers of the Caribbean came from Central or South America. They used stone tools and probably gathered wild plants and hunted animals. Another group of people moved into the Caribbean thousands of years later from South America and brought clay pots and farming. Ancient DNA can help tell the story of people who lived thousands of years ago and how they're connected to people living today. There's a great old school written interview with Kendra, including beautiful photographs from her field and lab work in our Meet a Scientist series. She talks about how she got into studying genetics and what it's like working with ancient DNA. For now, Let's hear a little bit more about how ancient DNA is analyzed from another researcher not related to this study, Dr. Matea Heidniak. So it depends if it's a modern DNA or if it's an ancient DNA. For modern DNA, the process is much quicker because the DNA is of better quality. But if we have ancient DNA or DNA coming from these old hominin remains or fossils, the process is much longer. So from the time that we take a sample to actually having analyzed genome, it can take from several months up to a year. You can hear more about Matea's research in her Ask a Scientist video on our YouTube channel, or you can read her article titled, What Can Ancient DNA Tell Us About Stone Age People? Don't forget to check out the rest of our Ask a Scientist videos to learn more about our researchers and what they do on a daily basis. Remember, these are short videos that you can show in class to pique the interest of your students. Back to our article about people in the Caribbean. The Caribbean islands sprawl over 1 million square miles and are made up of 13 sovereign states and 17 dependent territories. There weren't many people living in the Caribbean at the time of colonization, but the population has expanded to more than 44 million currently. Cuba, Haiti, and the Dominican Republic account for about three quarters of the population. The earliest people in the Caribbean arrived about 6,000 years ago and were hunter-gatherers who used stone tools. Generally, these people are referred to as archaic age people, but DNA evidence in this study and others has been inconclusive as to whether they came from Central or South America. More recent people who migrated to the Caribbean about 3,000 years ago brought pottery with them 
and were farmers, earning them the name Ceramic Age People. DNA evidence is clear in this study by Kendra and her colleagues that Ceramic Age People came from South America. To learn more about the Caribbean islands and the history of its peoples, check out the show notes for more resources. Much of this study depends on the study of ancient DNA. This is DNA from ancient organisms or people that can be found preserved in bones. Ancient DNA doesn't break down as much in colder environments, but the older the DNA, the more likely that it's been broken into pieces and harder to sequence. Advances in technology and DNA sequencing techniques mean that more and more ancient genomes are being sequenced each year. For example, in the first three months of 2018, more than 700 ancient genomes had been sequenced. That's more than were sequenced in all of 2017. And in the news just this week, one of Matea's colleagues, Svante Pabo, just won the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine for his pioneering methods to extract and sequence ancient Neanderthal DNA. With the rise in data availability, there have been calls for more collaboration between geneticists and archaeologists to ensure that sweeping conclusions about ancient peoples aren't made with singular types of data. Check out the show notes for resources about ancient DNA, where the field is headed, and some recent major findings using ancient DNA. Our lesson idea for today is brought to you by educators here at Science Journal for Kids. It can be adapted for middle school or high school students and involves students actively mapping archeological evidence and ancient DNA sequences to different locations in the Americas. The lesson plan starts with some basic background information that students should know and suggestions for teachers with different age students. The lesson begins with several short videos from PBS, introducing population genetics and their relationship to ancestry and ethnic identities. After that, students will read the adapted article by Kendra and her colleagues and answer the check your understanding questions. The third part of the lesson is the hands-on activity I mentioned previously. Guiding instructions for teachers are included in the lesson plan PDF. Student handouts can be found in a separate link on the article page and have instructions for students to guide them through the activity. Briefly, students will cut out DNA sequences as well as pictures of tools and pottery and place them on a map of the Americas. They then use a claim evidence reasoning framework to assess the data they've mapped. There's also a set of Google Slides available with this student material on the article page for teachers who may want students to do this lesson virtually. The activity asks students to assess both ancient DNA and archeological evidence in support of the article's conclusions about the ancestry of Caribbean peoples. There are several suggestions for extension activities. All of the extensions challenge students to think about the intersection between biology and culture when looking at human populations. 
They would be great for middle school classes wanting to dive into Caribbean history and culture, or for high school classes examining the importance of using multiple data sources to draw conclusions about the history of people. That brings us to our teaching tip for this week. We have lots of articles for every classroom, but did you know that we have collections of articles to help you with planning larger units during the year? For example, we have a paleoscience collection that includes Kendra's article about the Caribbean, Matea's article about Neanderthals, and three other popular articles about archaeology and ancient DNA. Or check out our popular collection on COVID articles we've adapted. We also have collections for some high school classes like Introductory Biology and AP Environmental Science. Our AP Environmental Science collection highlights articles that match each unit in the Course and Exam Description, or CED, published by College Board. You can find all of our collections under the drop-down menu for teachers on our main page. That's all for today. If you liked what you heard, thought it was helpful, and learned some cool stuff, please share with your friends and colleagues. If you'd like some visuals of the article and lesson plans we discussed today, along with clips from Matea's Ask a Scientist interview, make sure to check out the video version of this week's podcast in the show notes. If you have questions or comments, please share them in the feedback form on our website. You can also sign up for our free monthly newsletter to learn about our latest content. And as always, please visit our website sciencejournalforkids.org for more free science teaching resources.